really, I shouldn't introduce Rav Simcha as being the son of Rav Hanan Vasana. Because the mice is that Rav Simcha is, uh, is a god on his own right. And, and uh, from the States especially, we appreciate the many, many stories that we've heard on the West Coast. The multitudes of people were brought closer to Tyrone Yerushalayim to Rasimcha's devoted work there. You know, also Rasimcha now is a Rosh Hashiva here in Eretz Israel. She was Orachanan Yerushalayim. But it's just because that we live in the shadow of the Gedolim, Friedrich Gedor, that anyone who is zeichet to come into the Dar Amas of a yeshiva knows the Amud of Emuna, the Manhig of Klai Yisrael, the godless of, of Torah Yerushalayim of Ravachanan. And uh, for that reason, we can't help but, but, uh, but experience a, a, a Russian at hearing words from his son. That's an honor to Nevei Zion to be able to welcome the Simcha and hear a few words from her Simcha Vasim. I don't know how to address you, but I... Yeah. Uh, very often I'm reminded in Medrash. Medrash in Pasha by Yechi tells me Yaakov Avinu, his voice, his grandchildren, Ephraim and Menashe. He said, They shall fish to multitude in the midst of the earth. dog and fish. And the Medrash says, why fish? And the Medrash answers, Umazu nimshol ledon. The Jewish people are compared to fish. Hadogim halolu chayim b'mayim. Fish live in water. starts raining, some fish are jumping, opening their mouth to pick up another drop of water. So the, the broche that Yaakov Avino gave Ephraim and Menashe, to have that thirst for two, to have that thirst that I'm coming here, Bochrim, you are sitting and learning, you are in Mokim Tero, you are in swimming in, in the water of Tero. By the way, why is Tero Nimshul Lamai? Why is Tero compared to water? It says in Rambam, it says, yes, in Rambam it says, the Gemore Mamaim Hochim and Mokim Gabriel and Mokim Nomuk, Adiv Retiro, in the Miskaimim, the Mishan Afshin, the Mukhol. The same water, if you pour water on an incline, it tends to go down, not tap. So Turo stays with people who are humble. But for us, there is another comparison. As a matter of fact, let me say two. First thing is, you see, here is a liquid. You could not pour the water on the table. You have to put it in, in something. A double goose, a salad. Here is a salad, a safer. You put, you don't have a, you don't need a container for a safer. But for something liquid, you need a container. It means that Turo needs a cave. The we went through now the Sfira Soemer. The Sfira Soemer was really a Chonefa Kabbalah Satur. 
was seven weeks of you can't just walk in and then Moshe Rabbeinu comes and that's another day. I don't know whether you learned it. This year exactly the calendar was like contradictory. The calendar was like this. The Shkodesh was on Sunday. And according to the Torah, when the Torah, the Torah should have given on Friday. And Moshe Rabbeinu had another day. So they had seven days of Chonet. Seven weeks Achona and Moshe Rabbeinu said, no, we need another day Because that Torah should go into a person, it needs already Midas and Recherets. It needs a Kale. But I want to tell you another comparison. Another comparison, I don't know how many of you would know what percentage of the human body is water? Are you familiar with this? What percentage? Huh? No, it's over 90. Over 90. Which means... Which means if a human body should be dehydrated, it wouldn't die. It would just disappear. That was Tere is to Klal Yisrael and that was Tere is to, to East Yisrael. It's the Mahus, it's the essence of what we are, is Tere. That's a comparison. To understand that the more Tere a person gets, the, the, the greater a Yisrael he becomes. And, and Rabbi Kibbutz Mosul, you know Rabbi Kibbutz Mosul to publish Ben Yehuda, he said, the game Chayenu. You know what Rabbi Kibbutz said to publish Ben Yehuda? This is our essence. But in any case, comes Yaakov Abinu and says, in order, in order to have Torah, you have to have a trust As a matter of fact, it's a very interesting thing. The test which is mentioned in Chumash, which was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, very interesting test. In Madras there is a test that I saw, I saw as, a, as a shepherd, he was with Moshe. But in, in, in Chumash, there is another thing. Moshe Rabbeinu is passing by the snake and he sees the snake burning and doesn't get consumed. And Moshe says, let me go off the road and investigate. Why doesn't the snake doesn't get consumed? is going out of his way to investigate he called him that's how Moshe Rabbeinu started Moshe Rabbeinu started with passing by something which had to be understood and it becomes, he becomes concerned to find out what it is and that was the test that Moshe Rabbeinu was doing. Just a test was taken home. That's important. It was that test. Moshe Rabbeinu, before giving the Torah, before the Torah was given to him, he was the shaliyah to, to bring the Geulah Yisrael. Nobody calls him Moshe Goyalim. Why? Because it says in Chumash, Hashem says, Akkadibor says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Vezeloch ois, ki anoich yishlach ticho, bo yitziach asoom emitzrayim, tabdun eselikim, alohor aze. So Moshe Rabbeinu was told that his lichas is to lead him up to Harsinai. 
During our Golas, we had many, many occasions when people came and promised us Gula. Uh, have been all kinds in history have been. So the Torah says, the real the semen of the real Goel is the one who will bring Limeratur, the one who will bring Tur. You still don't know Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't know yet where the Ashliach has come and he came to take them out from Egypt and he, the, the, the Esramakis and so many Nisim performed. This is not yet proving that he is the one who is bringing a gullet to Klai Yisrael. The proof is you lead up to Limadatur. You lead up to Matantur. And therefore we call Moshe Rabbeinu. The real function of Moshe was Rabbeinu. To learn Torah, it's impossible if a person is not curious. If he, if Teshvah asks Akashi, and it doesn't bother him. So it is Akashi. We have Akashi. It doesn't bother him that we have to find a terrace to it, that we have to understand the terrace that Teshvah said. Is not on the way to the Kabbalah. So the test of making Moshe Rabbeinu to be the Rebbe of Claudius Royal for all Doris was the test that if there is something that has to be understood, he wants to understand. Not that he wants to know the news. This everybody can. Everybody likes to hear what's the news. But Moshe Rabbeinu, the Torah says, Ask Madhuala Yivarashna. He wants to understand what's behind it. This is at night. So the night of, of a Yisrael is Torah. And the night of Torah is the Yidru to be thirsty to law, to be thirsty for Torah. Yeah, and I'm coming here, Baruch Hashem, you are learning and fine. And Passes by, passes by, again, you are coming, you want to hear another. That's the broch of Yaakov Avinu, Vigit Goloroi. We are going to read the Parsha of Shlachlacho. The Parsha of Shlachlacho is a tragic turning point in in the history of Klal Yisrael. They were already on the way to come into Eretz Yisrael. And something happened. The story of the Maraglim. And it changed. It changed everything. It's possible that if not for the story of the Maraglim, Moshe Rabbeinu would have come in. It's not entirely certain because Elder the Midas had already the the Nebuah of Yeshua Machnus. But because the Nebuah said already that what's going to happen. But it's not Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu would have come into Yeshua's world the entire the entire development of the Klal Yeshua would have been totally different. And if we learn in, in, in the past, we learn this, the, the, the story of the Meraglim. And the Haftere, we read the Meraglim that Yeshua said. And Yeshua's Meraglim, why not? They didn't cause any, any problem. And I was looking, where is, where is the difference between the 
They came and they told Yeshua what happened to them. And they said, gave in our hands. I had an experience 40 years ago in the middle of the war and in the middle of the Great Solace. What happened? A delegation, a Jewish delegation, a Jewish group went to the, the president was Roosevelt at that time, Franklin Roosevelt. They went to the White House, they had an audience to talk to the president to do something about what's going on in Europe. And then when they came back, a group of us came listening. What, what did they accomplish at the White House? One of them starts describing to us they served them tea in the White House and describes to us the cups which beautiful cups they were that they didn't drink here in the White House I can't I, I can't describe to you my anger if I would have had something a rotten egg something I would have thrown in their faces Can you imagine this? The Kalyan soil is in such Baruch Hashem, you are young people. You are not that the, 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 the agony of the Kalyan soil, the tortures. Millions of people were tortured at that time. And they are going and they are going to be mistaken for the Kalyan soil. And the and the heads come turned around by how they were received in uh, what reception they were given in the White House. It's such, I felt it such a crime, that report. Now when I open the Tanakh, and I open the Chumash, and I read the Haftar, and the same thing, by Yovoyu, the Meraglim came, by Yisapro to Yeshua, they told Yeshua, they told Yeshua what happened to them, who cares what happened to you? You were going on a mission to bring information for the Klai Yisrael. And you tell what happened to you? And then the fellow went to the White House for Klai Yisrael and was telling you how they served in tea in the White House. I had a cashier. That's the third. The third is. In the Ramban, in Sof Parsha Boy, says, that a person that never shared in Teras Moshe, at Shanamin, Behold, Varinu, Mikrinu, Shekulam Nes, Emdem, Teba, Minhogas, Lilum, Bim, Baran, Bim, Yochit. That's the Los Naramban. That everything which happens to the Jewish people, and to a Jewish person, the Ramban says, is all by providence, is all by Hashgoche. Is the Rabbein Shalom Yatsiv Gmuli Samuel, the Mishpah of Israel, and the Rabbein Shalom, it's being led, is being led by Hashgoche. There is that little the safer equals in the Mashiach, maybe you saw it. My father's a kind of It is in English also available. And he he brings one pshat of Knea Dirk, Knea Keller. He said that before Mashiach will come, the face of the generation will be a dog's face. Knea Dirk, Knea Keller. He says, What's a dog's face? He says, He says two pshat. But one pshat, he says, 
that if somebody with his cane hits a dog, the dog becomes angry. Whom does he attack? He attacks the cane. The cane attacks. He is not smart enough to realize that it's the man who is Hoy Ashur Shevet Api, it says in Tanakh, the Bokha says Ashur, Syria. By the way, Syria is, is trying to, today is Ashur. Ashur Shevet Api. Syria is the rad of my anger, according to the said. So therefore, don't fight the rad. Go to the bone, go to the rebellion. In, in, he says in that whatever happens to the Jewish people is Bashgoch. A person reads a paper. I know if I see a paper, I am not curious to know what happened. But from what I am reading, I would like to figure out how is it going to, to look tomorrow. What happened, happened. But I want to know how things, how things are developing. That's what I want to know. But clearly, soil, if you want to know how things are developing, you have to know which way does that go lead. The only person in Tanakh who said it was Homer's wife. She says in Mezera Yehuda Mordechai, "Kasha Achilesa Limfelefonov Nafel Tipper." She understands that what is happening to the Jewish people is Bahashgocha. You have to know what direction. If Hashgocha took the, the direction that that Holen, Holen had a little Napole, he'll have a bigger one. That's how you learn Jewish history. This is how you should understand what's happening. In the Maraglim of Moshe Rabbeinu, Maraglim of Moshe Rabbeinu, there is one big report. There is one thing. Not once in the entire report is mentioned the same Shemai. And they misunderstood what was going on. They gave a report, it's a land which is killing its inhabitants. So Rashi says what happened when the Maraglim came to Eretz Israel. And it's a medras. The medras says that a Jew can be recognized. So at that time, that's what the Medros is working that project. So if the Maraglim came into the Knanim, the Knanim never saw a, saw a, Jew, a Jew in their life. They, they, they left Knan 210 years ago, before. And now 12 Jews are coming in. They would recognize that they are Jews. That's what Amedra says. A Jew cannot hide his, his identity. They would recognize. And it would complicate, it would complicate our mission. They would be in danger. So what did the Rabbein Islam do? The Rabbein Islam did that there was an epidemic at that time. And the people, the local people, were so involved in, the, in their funerals that he didn't notice strangers coming. So, what did they say? They say they came to a land, and wherever they go, they see funerals. Most probably, the land is killing its inhabitants. And they were right. Why? Because if you look without Ashgore, if you look what's happening, you see that the people are dying already. If they would, if they would start 
to look with Hashgoche to see what's happening, they would see that the Rabbeinism did have a nest for them. The Maraglim of Yeshua, they were, they were already looking what is the Rabbeinism doing. So the Vayivoyu Vayisapra Lo Yeshua is Kolam They came and they told Yeshua what happened to them. The Nisim that happened to them, how they were, what happened, what happened that it came in the house of Rochov, how they were saved in, when, when they were, when they were hidden over there, how they were saved when they, when the third parties were searching over them, couldn't find them. And they told Yeshua, Rabbi, Rabbeinsam did so many miracles for us. So many miracles for us. Two Jews. What will be already the miracles that the Rabbeinsam will do when the entire people will come? On the other hand, the tragedy what happened is that people came and told the Klali soil and tried to teach the Klali soil what's happening to it and what's going to happen to it without considering the Rabbeinu Shavir. Looking, looking with, uh, without, without Asgoche, without Asgoche. So, the Klal world was misled. Today we are going through Also, a period in history when we can see that the time is very unusual. The tragedies that happen to the Jewish people are unusual. It's almost impossible to conceive the tragedies that happen. The development, I don't know about you, but myself, I never dreamt that Rebistret Mirholt Malbin in Yerushalayim, that I'll be able to see the Kessel Marot. I never dreamt. Years ago. And the Rebbein Shalom opened up the soil for the Klal Israel. What happened in Eretz Israel is also unusual. It says in Yirmiyahu, you are familiar with it when Rochel Mevako, Albaneo Rochel, is, is crying for her children, Meanali Nochim. And then it says that the Novi, the prophet, says Rochel, tells Rochel, Mini koilech mi bechi, the enaich mi dimo, stop crying. Ki yeshochal uperloshech, you have a reward. Veshovu meyeretso, if they will come back from the land of the enemies. The yeshtikva lachisech, and there is hope for your future. Veshovu banim legwilo and children will come back to their boundaries. So the prophet tells us two things. First, he tells us that she'll have a reward, that her tefillah was being to be accepted, and they will come back from the land of the enemy. Then, he tells us that she has also a future, and people will come back to their boundaries. We wouldn't know Pshat in that repetition. We wouldn't know Pshat. If not for the fact that we experienced it. The first to come and build Eretz Israel, 
There are people who did not need Eretz Yisrael. They were running away from the enemy. In, in different, in all different ways, it was what our people had, had a, a, some kind of a shite that they will solve the problem of anti-Semitism or people in, in countries. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking even for what happened in, in after the war. But I'm talking what happened before. The people who came to Eretz Israel, most of them came because to go away from, from the enemy's land. To say that they had a special interest in Eretz Israel because of the Gdusha of Eretz Israel, not certain at all. But the Rabbinism sent them and they built a country. And Rochel is coming and he's saying, they built me a beautiful country, but where is my future? There is no future with it. And the Novi says, don't cry again. There will be an order. There will be an order movement of coming to the world. People who need the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. People coming to the Gvul and their Chagim, Bonim. The Machlech is in Gemore. The Machlech is Rabbi Yudin Rabbi Meir. The man who is not in the Gvul, over Rashi, Rashi in Boyez Hanan, and the Post was in Antwerp, Rashi says, where from do you know that Talmidim grew in Bonim? Where from do you know that a Talmud is like a child, So Rashi says that if we are mispalal, we say, Avinu, Avinu Malkin, a father. How dare we to say, Rabbeinu, you are a father? So since Rabbeinu is Malame, Tehrelame, Yisrael. And Tehrelame is Yet of what Torah, every word of Torah that we learn, we should know that the Rabbinism teaches us. Because there is the story with Tunkel Sager, most probably you know it, the, in the Valley uh, Ateslis, in Mishpotim, are telling the story with Tunkel Sager, who was a Roman, a Roman from a uh, family of the nobility of Rome. And he decided to be Megayer, and he was afraid of his uncle. His uncle was one of the great rulers of, of, of Rome. So he comes and he tells his uncle that he wants to go into business. And you are familiar with the story. And he tells them, go, uh, go and invest in something which is very cheap, then it will go up. So then he's here to Eretz Israel. Later, the story, how he, he comes to Eretz Israel, he sends a... Uh, an officer to formation of, uh, to pick him up, to bring him, and he makes them. He talks to them, and he's Megayer, they are Megayer. Also, finally, the, uh, the uncle came. He couldn't get him because whoever he sent to arrest him, he converted them. And the, the last time, the, that's the story, the last time, they had already an order not to get into conversations with him, so no conversation. But when they left the house, he kissed the mezuzah. So the, the officer became uh, curious. He said, what's, well, what's kissing walls? What kind of a habit is that? So he, he explains it, and he converts the officer also. So finally, the uncle comes to him. The uncle comes to him, and he says, what happened? What did you do? He said, I followed your advice. Your advice? Sure. You told me that uh, I, I should pick up something with the sheep. He says, you, you Romans, you made... The terrorists are cheap, so I, I went to pick it up. It says, You should have learned. But why did you circumcise? Why did you convert? He says, how could I learn? He says, If you are not learning as a yid, you are not learning. You have not sloch in learning. And as a matter of fact, 
there are so many, so many at the universities. They are teaching Talmud. Any any jingle who knows how to learn can look at those professors. What big amaratim they are. Because if you don't learn like a yid, the Torah is nothing. It, it, you get the shell, you get the clip of it. But the life of it, the Torah is a Torah is chayim. The Rambam explains. In Gera's statement, the Rambam explains Torah is chayim. The Torah is alive. He said it's, it's something alive. That's how the, how the Rambam in Gera's statement says about it. So we, we don't get it. Matan Torah is the type that we have. Since Matan Torah, every Yid who learns, learns according to Hilchus Talmud has the schools as if the Rebbeinu gives them gives him the Asloch in learning. Is a Kodesh Bochur is Melamed Torah Lame Yisrael. I'll tell you, I, I had that problem. The very interesting thing. In, 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 in California. Today, there are some people who have the Veshova Bonim Ligvulam is starting all over. So I was learning with people. And uh, I knew that there is nothing which is mekara by Yid to Yiddishkeit is learning Torah. A word of Torah. A word of Torah brings in Gdusha in, in, in a Yiddish in the show. But here I was faced with a problem. What's the problem? I was learning with people who they, they were not Shemre Shabbos, they didn't have uh, their houses kosher, they had nothing. And the Rambam in Hilchas Mamram says that if you meet people who have been raised in, in a non-observed environment, don't expect them to jump in. But mitzvah laham shichem bedivre sholem, that's in, in Perigimu, from Hilchas Mamram. So, I cannot talk to them about Shmira Shabbos. I cannot talk to them about Mecholis Asuas. Because they are not ready. On the other hand, if a person learns and is not ready to be Mekayim, the Torah is not Torah. The, the Nefesh, her Torah, is out. It's dead. There would be no inspiration. And you see it. You see that in a yeshiva when you learn, there is a hava satura. It develops a hava satura. It develops a hava. A hava ve'achvo chabirim in, in Torah. And you are going where people are learning Torah and are not observant. There is no inspiration. Because it has to, the Ruach, the Ruach HaChaim of Teorodan. So, how can I learn with them? In, in order to inspire them, they have Teorodan. I cannot learn Teorodan. They are not ready to be Mekayim. So, finally, I, I, I found a solution. The solution is to learn in Yonim, which are not, which don't call for a commitment. Learning Pirki Ovois, learning Lech uh, Lechovayero, but there are no halochas. But halochas, I avoided learning. Because Torah, you have to learn with Hilchas Talmud Torah. So you have to be alumid, alumid al Menas Lakai. So that was my, my way out. So. And, and Rashi, I'll go back to the Rashi. So Rashi says, where from do we know that Talmudim are children? Bonimatem, Lashem Elekech. 
hier, wenn Girmio sagt, wir schauen bei ihm, wir wollen die Materie verfangen. Red Materie. And it's, if we look today, what is going on, we have, we have the feeling as if Hasgoche is exchanging the crew. First, one crew came in, you know, and you, even in construction, you have first the crew, you have the, the bricklayers, you have the plasterers, then you have the, the, the plumbers, you have the electricians. So one crew goes away, one crew did a job, then the other crew comes in. We, today we have a feeling in Eretz Yisrael as if the Rebbeinstam is exchanging the crew. There was a crew which was necessary to build up Eretz Yisrael physically. And now we have a different crew. To tell you stories, I'll tell you one thing. About four weeks ago, a young man and wife, Balichur, they had they, 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 they had to make a decision. What was the decision? He's an engineer. He learns in a yeshiva in Jerusalem. And uh, he has to be supported by the yeshiva. He can take a job in Canada for three months. And this will carry him through the entire year. Should he take the three months of going to to work as an engineer. His wife was doubting. She said, how can you mark your three, three months of learning? Uh, I advised him that he should go. I advised him that if a person can be an enemy, he gives a couple. It's a great school, and it's a great importance. It's very important. They decided to go. Then, they had to rent out their apartment for the time. So, uh, we were looking for a tenant for them. I was looking for them. Then, uh, two days later, my wife calls them. She has a tenant. Found it. So, the, the lady tells us she wants to talk to me. I answer the tenant. She says she has a shyly. What's the shyly? The shyly is... They are going to be three months in Canada. What is going to happen if during those three months Mashiach will come? Will she have any problems, any difficulties in coming back to us? You're the China? That's for sure one with Willem. I'll tell you what I answered. I answered that if, if Mashiach is going to be selective, I don't know, but if he's going to be selective, the story is that they'll be selective not according to where people are, but according to where people belong. That, that was the truth. <laughs> now, that's the show This is... It's so unusual what is happening and what is happening every, every minute in Eretz Yisrael is coolness. It's impossible to describe. And I think, I, I think it's a great chus. It's a very great chus that we are sitting in Eretz Yisrael. Besides the Gdushe. We are sitting and we see the nishim which is happening, which are happening to us each and every day. We want to know. Yeah, I, I was coming here with a driver, so I I asked him what's going on in Sofi now. But what we want to know is we want to know where the revenge from living. We don't care for the United Nations. We don't care for America. But where is the rebellion living? 
and we have all the we have all the rights being misparalleled to the Rabbin Shalom. And and knowing that the Torah is Haban Shel Yisrael, that the real weapon, the real weapon, the Yiddish weapon, is when Bochum is sitting and learning. And we have every right to expect the Rabbin Shalom given a grace Yeshua and a good for the Klal Yisrael. I, I want to... To tell you something that I heard from my father's handwork and I explained to you. He once said that he heard from Chai that a person should uh, watch three things and he'll be Mekayim Kola Kola. Time, money, and health. Those three things. And so I, I, I had illustrations. There was a story with my father's friend. We, we, were in, in, we were very poor. Of course, he didn't want to take money from his we, we were very poor. Now he had the, his boots were torn and patched up. I brought a pair of shoes. So she figured if I bring a pair of shoes, it'll heal very. He doesn't put them on. One day, he had to, to a conference, he had to travel to Lodz at that time, and she was very embarrassed that he with his torn shoes. So she told him there is a, a Jewish, an orphan girl, who was bringing, carrying water from the well, and it was winter time. And she said, that girl is, is wearing uh, torn boots and she may get sick so we have to give her his boots and, uh, so he give away the boots for that girl and uh, so he put on his shoes that was in, uh, during the day in the evening in the evening uh, he was going to the train and I was going with him and carrying his little suitcase and uh, he says he has a great sar. It's an aggravation. Uh, he was uh, he was not talkative, but this time was probably the sar was so great that he he couldn't help himself. He told me. He says, I said, what? He says, you know, he says those shoes have laces. Every day he says tying and untying the laces may cost my half a minute. Now, if a person watches his time like this, it can be Mekayim Kola Tirekula. <laughs> you know, it says in, in, in Chumash, it says, by the Meoiros, it says, What will the luminaries do? They will separate between day and night. They will give us seasons. They'll give us days. They'll give us years. You know that time... We are measuring with the either the solar calendar or the lunar calendar. We measure time with with the luminary. Then, so first, the Torah says that Rabbi Hashem said he is creating the luminaries to measure time. Then, they'll also give light. If you ask us, the sun, the the main function of the sun is giving us light, giving other, other things. Measure time. Of 
The Tira says, just opposite. The Tira says, the main function of the luminaries is to measure time. Why? No, why? Because time is life. As a matter of fact, the Broche of Shechidiono, the Gemara calls it man, the Broche. It's time. It's life. Because every minute in a person's life which goes away doesn't come back. And people who are killing time commit murder. Commit suicide. That's what time is. So, so definitely life is more important than light. Although I uh, assume he's Hoshim Kamesh, but he's not dead. A blind person is not dead. You had tasted Torah in Eretz Yisrael. That's a taste. The simcha of learning, the simcha of learning Torah in Eretz Yisrael. Previous ones, all of them I heard uh, that uh, the Conan went back to America. He was in America right before yeah. World War II. Yeah, exactly. What, what was the reason that, that he went back right before he knew it was going to happen? He said the soldier belongs to the front. What? He said the soldier belongs to the front. That's what he said. Somebody asked him. So now I have to go to call a taxi. So I ha- we have a car. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So. So, uh, we have a lot of time. Anyone wants to ask a question? Ask. <laughs> 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 That's the reason.